This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 9th of November. 5.4 billion, Juzzy Boy. That's the amount we're expecting from Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales. Now, experts reckon it's a good time to do your Christmas shopping so you avoid supply chain delays over the holiday period. And great to have you back on the pod as well. Now, the human headline, aka Elon Musk, he's made a poll on his Twitter. He asked his followers whether he should sell 10% of his Tesla shares. (laughs) And lo and behold, the vote came back Yes, so now he's vowed to do it. Three really expensive stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Aussie plant-based food maker V2 Food is rolling out its plant-based food in China with new culturally relevant meals. Sounds very, very tasty, B-Man. What Mm. is the story? So V2 Foods is the plant-based Aussie company that launched back in 2019. It makes plant-based meat alternatives to mints, to burger patties, and sausages as well. And B-Man, earlier this year, they received a heap of funding to help them push into China. And we're talking $72 million dues there. And now they've signed on some pretty key partnerships with Chinese manufacturers, including one of China's largest steamed bun manufacturers. <laughs> so what is the key learning here? Selling consumer products often requires influencing consumer behaviours. And that comes in a bunch of different factors. Number one, personal factors. AKA your individual interests and opinions, or what we call culture. Like when Justin Bieber wears Crocs, so you wear Crocs, Justin. (laughs) Exactly. Number two, psychological factors. That would be your response to marketing messages. You know, you see a catchy jingle for menu log on TV, so you order from their app. And of course, number three, social factors. AKA your friends, your family. If they all do it, then it must be good. And Brett, the average Chinese person eats 63 kilograms of meat each year. So V2 is trying to play on their desire for meat, but rather than it coming from animals, it's coming from plants. For our second story, Swedish furniture giant IKEA is planning to launch a second-hand marketplace for Aussies to buy pre-loved furniture in early 2022. This has got to be good news for roomies everywhere, (laughs) Justin. What's the story? So we all know who IKEA are. You know, the big blue and yellow furniture lords. The one with the Allen key to rule them all. (laughs) And obviously, they're the ones that birthed the mighty flat pack with difficult names like Freehetten and Holson for all of their furniture. And now, Juzzy Boy, they're launching a new platform for seconds. Essentially, shoppers can return eligible secondhand goods to the store and they get a refund card. And others can pick up unloved goodies. And the cool part is, B-Man, people will be able to browse these pre-loved goods online and reserve the items that they want. And then just head into the store to collect them. So what's the key learning here? The circular economy is very hot right now. In fact, Brett, used furniture is set to be a $23 billion industry by 20 2025, and Ikea wants to get in on the fun. And Justin, we know that furniture can be pretty expensive. A dining room table can cost anywhere between 150 bucks and four grand or above, depending on how bougie you are. Not to mention the fact that furniture can often take months and months and centuries to arrive, so perhaps used furniture can solve the problem. They're usually at least 50% cheaper than the retail price in stores, and can often be picked up almost pretty much immediately. And they man, did we mention it's also better for the environment? It's good for business, it's also good for the planet. 
for our third and final story. Nike have done it. They've gone on a trademark filing spree, which could be a signal that Nike is about to enter, dare we say it, the metaverse. It's already getting very crowded in the old metaverse, Brett. Tell me more. So we've heard a lot about this old metaverse lately. To recap, it's kind of like the internet 2.0. It's a 3D virtual environment where people can log in using virtual reality headset. And you can chill in different online spaces with friends or with colleagues. Facebook's in there. Microsoft's in there. And we could be about to see Nike in there if the rumours are true. Nike's filed over six trademarks now. And Justin, what does Nike want to do in the metaverse? Well, supposedly, Nike's planning on making and selling virtual footwear and apparel for use online and in online virtual worlds. So what's the key learning here? In order for the metaverse to actually work, it needs strong brands with loyal followings to jump on board. You see, Brett, it's one thing to have a metaverse ruled by tech lords like the Zark and Microsoft. (laughs) But it's another thing entirely to see the metaverse encouraged by fashion brands that are loved and adored. And Nike is arguably the world's most valuable brand. And Jazzy Boy, it's not their first little dabble in the online world. Oh no. Nike has partnered with Fortnite previously to produce character skins that users could pay for. So Nike may be using its massive brand reach to encourage wider adoption of the metaverse. B-Man, Anastasia was very, very good on the podcast, but I must say it's also very nice to have you back. Fluxam, if you're also enjoying the pod, make sure to give us a five-star rating and review. We would really appreciate a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and a review. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.